When you submit to him, he gives you your dreams back in ways you don't expect and can't even imagine. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Thursday, and we have another CBN testimony, and this time it's a man, I'm not really sure of his name, but it's a man who was a surfer, and he got addicted to drugs and basically wanted to commit suicide, and he was on his way to do it with a gun, and his mom called the cops, and they came in and basically saved his life, and he went through rehab, and then eventually somebody led him to the Lord. And he gave his life to Christ and his, his life completely changed around and God just redeemed and restored the dreams that he had. Here's the testimony. Once you catch your first wave, you know, you, you fall in love with it. I think everybody that's ever caught a wave, I don't think you can help but fall in love with it. The traveling, uh, the adventure, you know, surfers go to crazy places to seek out waves. and have crazy adventures from it, and I liked all of that. When Robert McDaniel discovered surfing in his early teens, it was a bright spot in a life that was otherwise dark and empty. I was insecure. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't, I didn't think that I had value. What's this life all about? Without any belief in God, I couldn't answer that question. I couldn't answer, what's my purpose in life? Prescription drug abuse gave him a short-term escape from his thoughts, but it came at a high cost. When I got into drugs, I stopped surfing. I stopped all water sports and stopped skateboarding, all these extreme sports that I love. I was going from doctor to doctor, getting scripts, and I'd take on some days, I'd end up taking 60 pills within a day and not even end up being in the hospital from that. It turned into other drugs, cocaine and some street drugs. I had daily thoughts of suicide. I had no friends because I'd driven most of them away. Robert's suicidal thoughts eventually became suicide attempts. I just didn't want to be a part of life. I went to my mom's house. I knew my dad had guns in his closet and so my mom was there. She knew something was going on but I had locked their bedroom door after I went in, so she immediately called the cops, and I walked into my dad's closet, grabbed one of his guns, and was looking for the ammunition, trying to match the, he had a box of ammo. When I found some, about the same time, uh, three or four police officers broke down the door of the closet, and I had a gun to my head, and then one of them shot a rubber bullet, hitting my hands, knocking the gun out of my hand. And that followed with me getting uh, put in a behavioral correctional facility for two weeks. And, and as the drugs left my system, I felt more and more like, hey, this is not the life I want, you know. But I still didn't know the life that I wanted. Soon after, Robert met for coffee with an old friend who was a Christian. I remember telling him, I don't think I can change and I don't think I can stop doing what I'm doing. He challenged me, he said, hey, you gotta give God permission to work in your life, you know? So much of your life you've spent running from Him, and what I'd like you to do is just write down on a piece of paper a contract with God, just telling Him, God, I give you permission to work in my life, to change my life. So I did that. 
I wrote down, God, whatever it takes. Desperate to hear from God, he opened a Bible to Isaiah and began reading as he entered his house. I was in tears because I was wanting so badly for God to intervene in my life. And I closed the door simultaneously reading this verse that said, close the door behind you. I knew the Bible's a big book and of all the scripture I could have been reading, I was reading, close the door. And then while the Lord's wrath passes you by, I just broke down in tears because I thought of all the bad things that I had done in my life and all the people I stole from. The lying was such a daily part of my life because I didn't want to tell people that I was a drug addict and I had these issues. So I became kind of a compulsive liar and I just broke down right there in my apartment on the floor crying and weeping. And I felt like God met me very powerfully and I remember just thinking, this book's real. Everything I read, I had these new eyes. As I, as I was reading, I was like, this book is telling me how to live. It's telling me this is a key to life. And it felt so real. It changed the trajectory of my life. I was on a dead-end road, and I was going nowhere. And here this guy introduces God to me. And God has changed my life. So that moment is always going <laughs> to make me emotional. I found freedom, I found hope. My life's been renewed. All of a sudden I had a purpose and you know, the Bible tells us we're to bear fruit and that became my life's mission, that became my goal. And I had a God that I was in love with that I wanted to bear fruit for, that I wanted to do good works for. I just watched God change me and almost every way you can think of. In 2007, Robert sold everything he owned and joined Surfing the Nations, a humanitarian missions group based in Hawaii. After I had become a Christian, after I joined Surfing the Nations, I just thought to myself, everything in my life has been redeemed. I thought, God has given me the de desires of my heart to surf and to travel the world, something I wanted as a kid. and. I feel like he does that a lot with people. When they, when they submit to him, he gives you your dreams back in ways that you don't expect or can't even imagine. Now I'm counseling people that have dealt with drug issues. I'm, I'm working with young kids from all over the world and kind of helping them grow in ways that I've seen God grow me. The emptiness he endured for so long has been filled as Rob put his life in God's hands. I have a family, I have a wife, a son, I have a job that I love. Just give God permission to work in your life because that's where it starts. You've got to allow God to be God. In the end, God's the only one that can fill that void. That was a CBN testimony and you can find it on YouTube if you look under Suicidal and Desperate for God. That is all I have for you today. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a second to go over to iTunes and rate and review it. That would be awesome. And I hope you have an amazing day. Go out and share Christ with somebody. And I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.